Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Wednesday, guys. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, friends. Good morning, Meat. Good morning. It seems we have made a big mistake. <laughs> a and, mistake for the ages. And by we, I mean Casey. I'm solely blaming this on you. I don't think it should be blamed on me. I actually <laughs> asked questions about this before I said things aloud. Uh, this morning, <laughs> I'm setting up the studio. <laughs> With streamers and balloons and all of the birthday things. Did you blow these up with your mouth? I blew them up with my mouth. Oh, wow. And uh, meat comes in a little bit earlier than he usually does. And I was like, dude, you can't come in. I'm, I'm decorating for your birthday. <laughs> and he walks in a few more feet and he goes, it's not my birthday. What are you doing? That's it's not true. my birthday. My birthday's in December. What are you doing right now? And I thought you were doing like a half birthday. What is happening? So we have a whole birthday celebration planned for me today. It's so funny. There's a there's a board up at at our work that has like dates on it, and it will say, you know, I don't I don't know. It has It'll birthdays, say it has anniversaries, next to someone's name, yeah. but also like it will say it will say like the birthdays are right by the anniversaries. Yeah. And so I a couple weeks ago I looked up, and on the August one it said. Meet's name. And I was like, oh my God, it's Meet's birthday. I told our promotions director, I was like, did you guys know it's Meet's birthday this month? And they were like, yeah, we saw it on the board. <laughs> it's your birthday. I was like, well, okay, we can't forget. Like, write it down. Everybody is so confused Turns right now. Turns out we were wrong. I was oh. super confused too. But we do. We we, we must celebrate. Well, I appreciate so, it. Thanks. In the eight o'clock hour. Happy we birthday. Will, we will celebrate Meet's not birthday. Is that at least like close or are we like at your no. half birthday? December 19th. Oh, it's like a half kind I don't even of. know what my half birthday is. Yeah, it's, we'll, call it, we'll call it it's today. Close, it's close enough. I appreciate it. We definitely missed it. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is sneaking back into the headlines. We've got more on Keeping Up with Casey today at 7. Cardinals update an unfortunate incident at Kauffman Stadium. Meet's got more in sports. We've also got Luke Bryan tickets and Ted Drew's up for grabs in Remy versus Casey. Happy not birthday, Meet. Thanks. And thank you for listening. It's 92.3 WIL. St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. You can't let your guard down at all at the Bryan household. It's not a prank this time, but Luke Bryan's wife caught him looking like a fool. She took a slow motion video of him eating what looks like popcorn. Exactly how you imagine a man to be eating popcorn, by the way. They just have a certain way of doing it. Oh, yeah. You scoop. Full you, fistful. You open the mouth mm-hmm. and you drop it in. I don't even and think half of you it drop on your shirt. it. I think you slam it you in. You slam it, yeah. But to make it worse, she put that video side by side to a video of Pekka, their pet llama, also eating. And when I tell you these videos, the two are uncanny. Just like totally similar. Totally similar in all the grossest ways. And I don't know, some people may find uh, posting something like this of your significant other being super rude, but I think all laws are broken in the Brian household. And honestly, most wives probably 
look their man eating popcorn or whatever and think the same thing sometimes. So the video is super funny. It's kind of taking off on social media. Yeah, it would be a shame if he had his own popcorn brand oh, to promote. Yeah. You know, know what I mean? It's weird how that works. <laughs> you and, know? And, and you know what's awful about it, guys? I went and looked on Monday and it's all sold out. Oh, Seriously? Really? All gone. And you know that's only a limited time thing, so uh, it must all be gone. I'm so sad about it, too. I was so looking forward to trying Luke It'll Bryan's be back out. Maybe, It'll be back out. Maybe like the label will send some maybe in a box or something. The same way we got Cane Crunch. All you know who's gonna be here next Friday, Mr. Luke Bryan. Yes. So I don't know. Maybe Ooh. we might be able to talk to some of the right people, get them to send us something so you can try it. We're gonna slide into your DMs, Luke. We want some of that popcorn? You By are... the way, the Cane Crunch is good. I had some last night. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah. So keep it around when you need that late night snack. It's basically like like chocolate it's cocoa pebbles. Yeah, it's cocoa, cocoa pebbles. pebbles yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Anyway, the video is really funny. It's on our Facebook page and Instagram. Follow us on all the socials at 923 WIL. Remy and Casey. What if the new age to go into a bar was 30? Yes. Instead of like Instead when you get carded 21. at 21. Instead or of 21. 19 or 20 for some people. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you sneak into a What's bar. the catch? So there is a couple girls that are going viral on TikTok right now because they tried to go to a bar and they on the door it was like nah we only accept 30 year olds and above wow and they were, I think they were 25 here play and that audio got denied at Melody Sports Bar and Grill because we are not 30 we're not 30 not 21 you gotta 30. be 30 years old to come on the Friday and Saturday night is that like ageism like can they legally do that I think you would refuse. They can legally do whatever to whoever they want. I think, but I kind of like this idea. I'm all about it. <laughs> I have heard things. Like, I've heard uh, rumors about these sorts of things happening. Yeah, I love the idea that I can get into a place, but Casey cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna have to someday. Someday, but it's funny because all the comments are like. Ladies, you'll understand someday. I know it hurts right now, but you will understand someday. And I think this is a lot of the reason why, well, aside from having children, why a lot of parents don't go out. Because you go out to any bar in Soulard or whatever on a Friday or Saturday night and you're it's just inundated with 21-year-olds. Sure. And the floors are sticky. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's a weird vibe. It's totally it feels like college. I mean, I will never turn down a trip to Carson's. That's always going to be fun. It's always going to be fun, but you know you're probably the oldest one there. Yes. That's yes. the issue. The weird thing is this place is a sports bar. It's that's how they phrase it. Like, it's that's not a fancy place. I, I think of a lounge, you know, something where you're sitting down, you have bottle service if it's going to be an adult place. Not a sports bar. So yeah. I think about um, even back in my hometown, there is a bar that is... I want to say was like made for people probably between 30 and 50, but it has absolutely been taken over by kids my age, not kids. I'm 27, but yeah. people my age. And when, when I go home, I know everyone I graduated with is at that certain bar and our parents feel so uncomfortable being there. <laughs> and it's just a dive bar. So I think this yeah. is actually a really funny idea yeah. to set an age limit to 30 plus. Just make it, I mean, you instantly, I think you instantly decrease the energy, which is great yeah. for a lot of us. <laughs> like, you're not going to have anybody fighting at a bar like this. Like, hey, man, you want to go? You know, stuff like yeah. that. Decrease it's, the it's not energy and the, the music volume. Yeah. And I feel like, Casey, you're on the brink of this, I would assume. But when your friends ask you to go to Soulard, there's, it's probably not an immediate yes anymore. I could be wrong. 
Right. It is a, I need to know where we're going. Like, tell me which bar we're going to yeah. and what time you're trying to get there. Because we'll be I would there? like to be home by 11, not getting dressed <laughs> by 11, you know? Meet, if I ask you to go to Soulard, are you going with me? Probably not. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'll go to one spot and then I'm out. I'm not bar hopping. <laughs> Let us know on the Facebook page. I mean, this is a, I think this is a good topic. I think a lot of bars are just naturally leaning one way or the other. But what if they said, you can't get in unless you're 30? Let us know on the Facebook page. Search 92.3 W-I-L. Place them up. It's time for Sports with Meat on 92.3 W-I-L. Trip to Cincinnati was supposed to be an easy one for the St. Louis Cardinals until it wasn't. They lost last night 5-1. Snaps a three-game losing streak for St. Louis. The Reds got a hold of Dakota Hudson early, never turned back. They scored like four in the third inning. So the Cardinals looking to win the series tonight. That game is at 540 in Cincinnati, and you can try to find the Cardinals somewhere. I don't know where to find it anymore. Those <laughs> games are like really hard to find. Yep. You know, unless you've got the, the specific cable provider, you're in a yep. tough spot. Uh, other news. Somebody was celebrating a big day, their 18th birthday at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City over the weekend. Uh, This Royals fan was there with his buddies, his family, all jacked up, and the San Diego Padres are in town. A team that's loaded with talent. Fernando Tatis, who's now suspended, but Juan Soto was at the plate. Yeah, that guy the Cardinals wanted. He smashes a home run. This 18-year-old boy catches it in the outfield. A great catch, by the way. Sun in his eye and all that. Catches it. As soon as he really grips the ball, some jerk, some a-hole right next to him snatches the ball right out of his glove. <laughs> I watched this video and it upset me. Like I was I was furious this at this guy, man. He's yeah. grown, grown. It's not like dude. he jumped in front of it and caught the ball. It yeah. was that the kid had the ball in the glove yeah. and he reached over and snatched it. The guy looks like a parrot, just like right on the kid's <laughs> shoulder, just right there, snatches yeah. it out of his glove. They kind of have a little second where they look at each other like, wow, what just happened? And the guy just takes off in like a beanie and like a, like a, almost like a compression shirt. Like an under Like armor. a workout it shirt. Look, yeah. It looks like he's trying to be inconspicuous out there. Yeah. It looks like somebody who's like on undercover boss and they're dressed up. Like it's that bad <laughs> yeah. of a look. Yeah, I can totally see that. Who who's not who's wearing a beanie to a baseball game? Right. It's August, man. <laughs> in Kansas City, there's not a bit of shade in that stadium. Uh but the Royals, they caught wind of it during the game and they made things right with the kid. They gave him two baseballs. One of them was signed by Juan Soto, who hit the home run, and they gave him a bobblehead for every Royals bobblehead night that they've had so far this year. So they made it right. Nah, That's there cool. You go. There Thankfully. You go. Thankfully. That's awesome. That's awesome. Screw that Royals may be a terrible baseball team. They don't have much. But, but Kauffman Stadium is pretty cool. It is a sweet stadium. Yeah. It is a sweet stadium. But again, not much shade there. Uh, lastly, the Missouri Tigers. They start their season tomorrow night. They host Louisiana Tech for the home opener. And Eli Drinkwitz, the head coach of Mizzou, had his weekly radio show earlier this week. And he was asked about the game. It's a Thursday night. And you can imagine, school just started, a Thursday night home opener. You're an SEC school. Things are going to get a little wild. Kids are going to be out there, smash. It's going to be a long night. Yeah. And so the kids were asking him about school on Friday and what they should do. And he simply said, skip it. 
Said you can overcome a deficit. Oh, jeez. That's like a free pass, right? Everybody's good. Mizzou's off on school now, right? I mean, don't most athletes of that caliber get a free pass anyway? Well, this is not just the athletes. It's everybody else. It's the students. It's the fans. It's all the people nursing the hangovers. So <laughs> he, he told the entire school to take a day off. Yeah, I love take, that. take a day off on Friday. School <laughs> yeah. just started. It's all right. But uh, that's the latest for Mizzou. You don't need a doctor's note anymore. You just need a coach's note, according to Eli Drinkwitz. Again, Mizzou, tomorrow night, the home opener against Louisiana Tech. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Hollywood liars with their pants on fire. Let's talk about everyone's favorite troubled actor, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. oh he's back. And just do it. Just well, gotta do it. <laughs> there is this new female rising director, actress Olivia Wilde. We know her. She um, was married to Jason Sudeikis. She's now dating Harry Styles. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, though, she's directing a new movie called Don't Worry, Darling. It's a psycho thriller. And originally, the starring male role was supposed to be Shia LaBeouf, opposite to Florence Pugh. But some time ago, the uh, upcoming movie was under a bit of a microscope when Shia LaBeouf had been accused of extreme abuse and battery to women. This isn't a new story. We've heard things like this of Shia, so like no one's shocked, but also it became a huge storyline of Olivia Wilde, director, fires Shia LaBeouf after all this terrible news comes out because she's taking all these steps to keep her women safe on set and keep her production cool. And she kind of took triumph over this narrative that she had deleted him from the set and he wasn't going to be in the movie until this weekend when he said actually you know everyone thinks I'm the bad but but but, but I quit and then she sent me a video begging me to come back I feel like I'm not ready to give up on this yet and I too am heartbroken and I want to figure this out and you know, I think this might be a bit of a wake-up call for Miss Flo, and I want to know if you're open to giving this a shot. Miss Flo refers to Florence Pugh, the female lead. And if you listen a little closer to the entire clip, it's clear that she's saying, you know, Shia, I'd really like you to come back. If you're cool with it, I'm cool with it. You know, it might be a wake-up call for this other girl, which is actually... Not what she had been claiming to do by protecting the women on set at all. She's yeah. making that lead look silly <sighs> when the lead is like, yo, I just showed up for work, filmed your whole movie, and now I'm looking like a fool because you were going to say anything to get this man back on set even after he allegedly has done some very bad things. There's nobody else Nobody in all of Hollywood. There is nobody else. We have to get Shia LaBeouf in this. Right. right. Come on. He just threw his dad under the bus and claimed that his dad abused him. And it was proven oh, false. Like, yeah. what is this guy doing? Dude, why would you trust this man at all? Dude is certifiably nuts. I don't nuts. know. why. I don't know why you would want to have him. Like, it, we're talking about a professional working environment where you have to prepare lines act, all of that stuff. Millions of dollars on the line. Man, I I would just say, I'd cut my losses and be like, okay, uh, Taylor Lautner, what are you doing? 
Exactly. Come on over. Well, that's what she made it look like she was doing when she hired her boyfriend, Harry Styles, to be the lead role instead. I think Harry's probably done an awesome job on the movie. It's just not a good look that she took this triumph of a feminist role who got rid of Shia and is standing up for her women on set. And now we're seeing videos that she actually was really throwing the the female lead under the bus in order to get Shia back on that movie. So just goes to show people in Hollywood, they're going to do anything to get you to watch your films, even if they are lying about literally everything. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of drama I wouldn't want to be a part of. Right. More like Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> the movie does look good, though. I'm just saying, I'm going to have to see it either way. I'm telling you, you'd be a good dad with those jokes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Healthy couples bicker about the dumbest things, in my opinion. Fact. A new poll looked at the top 10 things couples bicker about at home. Yesterday, we talked about eating in bed, leaving crumbs in the sheets. That's one of these things on this list, but it's not number one. Amongst the things on this list, not making the bed. My, I get that. So my wife does a great job at washing our bedding mm-hmm. regularly, but then it's my job to put it back on, and it always happens. Like I, I go upstairs and I forget that she has done the bedding. So you are mentally ready for bed, yes. and then you're immediately pissed yes. when it's not made. And we're talking like making it from scratch. Bedtime on a Sunday night, probably when you're realizing this. Exactly, right. or or any night of the week, really. It could happen at any night of the week, but. Uh, I don't know that we necessarily bicker about it. A lot of my bickering is passive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have anything at home that, that you guys fight about? It's it's more of like I he doesn't like to turn things off. So it's yeah. like lights, appliances, TVs, stove burners. I'll walk by something and I'll kind of passively like hit a light switch a little too hard because I'm like, <clears throat> but I don't want to say anything because I know it's so dumb. Leaving lights on is the number one. Yeah. Yep. That's just our biggest complaint as well. Really leaving lights on? Yeah. Amanda Who, just. Who's in what position? I want the lights on. Like if I go into the kitchen, I'm going to turn the lights on to look for something or whatever I'm doing. She's like Dracula. She wants it all dark all the time. Like yeah. blind shut. All of that. Yeah. And I can't do it. Uh, my mother and father-in-law are like that. You go into their house in the, in the middle of a summer day and you go in it's there. It's dark. It's like a cave. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'll come back into the living room and she'll just stare at me and not say anything. Like expecting me to know. Uh, leaving the toilet seat up is another one. This was drilled into my brain as an uh, as a child. So I have 100% accuracy on putting that thing down whenever I'm done going to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, not putting clean dishes away. Uh, whose turn it is to vacuum or mop dirty clothes on the floor. Another big pet peeve of mine is walking through the house and a child's socks and shoes will just be strewn <laughs> about the floor. And so I'll be like, Everson! What, Daddy? Everson! Where do these go? And I instantly turn it to my parents at that point. Yeah, but you probably do the same thing with the keys in the wallet, right? Very keys specific place randomly in the day. house. Every day on the corner of the kitchen table is where my stuff goes. That probably drives Lauren huh. crazy, doesn't Probably, it? yeah. yeah <laughs> right. She's always removing it so she can actually wipe the kitchen counter down. But it's not where this belongs. Yeah. Uh, so number one on the list is leaving lights on. So uh, not listening, just missed, at top, the, just missed the top 10. It came in at number 11, which I feel like that's probably one of the worst things that I do too. 
Like oh, she's talking, absolutely. Like I literally have eye contact with her sometimes. And you're not hearing it? Just not hearing or she it. just never told you. I think that's how it goes, too. <laughs> that is how it goes. Uh, you can check out the list at 93WIL.com. We've got our contestants for the final Remy versus Casey in August. And of course, we're tied. Uh, unfortunately, here at the end, uh, this seems to always this is happen. This how it goes every single month. Yep. Becky in Wentzville, Heather in Melville. Heather, you are on the phone first. So who do you think is going to take the month? Is it going to be Remy or Casey? I'm going to go with Casey. Yeah. Okay. Like Let's like do it. it. I like it. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. All the pressure in the world, and it comes down to this. 10-10 this month, winner take all today. It's a game of you should probably know this. Final game of the month, and we are all over the place with today's game. So uh, here we go. Casey, you're going to go first since you won yesterday. Your question is this. We talked about Shia LaBeouf earlier. What was the first name of Shia LaBeouf's character in Even Stevens? Oh, no. <laughs> ah! Oh my gosh! It has to have been uh, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know. Final answer? Yeah. One steal apiece. Remy, would you like to steal? I'm not going to steal because I don't know either, but I just want to say Gordo, but that's a Lizzie yes. McGuire movie. <laughs> I couldn't remember it either until this morning. It was Lewis. Lewis. Lewis, Lewis Stevens. and Ren. Yep. Uh, Ren Stevens. Uh, I don't know what she's doing now, by the way. Uh, number two, Remy, this is you. On this date in 1997, Princess Diana was killed in a car accident. What country was she the princess of? Uh, England. Can I steal? You get one steal if you want it. I don't. She married the Prince of Wales, so I gotta say Wales, but I don't know. Yeah. Casey's on the board. That's a trick with question. A steal. Is it? That's dumb. Is it really? That's dumb. Is it really? It, it, unless you know it, it's tough. Yeah. No. The, the Prince of Wales is Michael Jackson. Free Willy. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great soundtrack, by that is one of the best soundtracks For ever. Sure. Yep. All right. Category number two, this is going to go to sports. Casey, it's on you with a one-point lead. Paul Goldschmidt, he's going to be probably the NL MVP this year. He was traded to the Cardinals in 2018. What team did he come from? I'll take the team or the city. Oh or state, I guess, whatever. The team. Did anyone play for anywhere before they came to St. Louis? <sighs> nope, they were all born and raised right here. Pittsburgh! Pittsburgh! <laughs> nope, nope. Yadier Molina was born in Dogtown. You knew that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Albert uh, Clayton. Paul Goldschmidt came from the Diamondbacks. We are tied. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Tied one apiece. Remy, you could take the lead with this one. 1990, still in the sports category. What father-son duo became the first to play for the same MLB team? Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. Let's go! Two points. That's a pretty fun fact. 2-1. They both got a hit and scored in their at-bats as well in that Very same cool. game. 2-1. Cool. Uh, Remy leads going into the final category. This one is about fall. Casey, what month is the autumn equinox in? What is... Uh, hang on. What does equinox mean? It's a gym. It's a very high-priced gym. I don't know if I can technically tell you what. November. Is it right? 
is it December? Remy. It's either October or September. And I'm going to say. Well, you only get one steal. Oh, that's true. So you already used it. You both used oh, it, right? Oh, yeah. So shut your mouth. All right. I'm going to guess September just because I'm just for fun. <sighs> just for fun? That was just right. September. Oh, I think of that as summer. Still. Is the correct answer. Remy, you have a 2 1 lead. Both of you have used a steel. Yeah. So we know what this means. We'll see what you, what you know, though. Pumpkin spice. You love it. It's made of four flavors or spices, whatever you want to call them. Cinnamon, ginger, clove, and what? Nutmeg. You literally read that off in the studio yesterday. That wasn't yesterday. Really? It was the day we got our our uh, pumpkin spice drinks. Well, he was ahead anyway. Remy. 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 3-1. <laughs> I told you to come with it. You brought it. And I still Yo, won. Goldschmidt. You <laughs> thought I was just You thought I was just gonna know. So I won the month of August. That means that you have to suffer another penalty. Princess of England. The only reason I'm so upset is because I had such a gold penalty for you this month. Oh, it looks like it's going to have to wait until next month. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, Heather in Melville, you did not win today. Becky in Wentzville, you're a big winner. Ted Drews or Luke Bryan for you? I'm going to go with Luke. All right, going with Luke. Heather, we got you some Ted Drews. And that's it. The month of August is wrapped. Another Just win like for that. Remy. Remember this year started off with like every month, you winning, you winning, you winning. Maybe I just got the backside. Of the year. You are the backside. I am the backside. I'll take it. <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. There's a new documentary coming out about country music and some of our faves like Eric Church and Miranda Lambert are center stage. Jack Ingram narrates, They Called Us Outlaws, Cosmic Cowboys, Honky Tonk Heroes, and the Rise of Renegade Troubadours. It's a six-part docu-series that will be released in 2023. I have a love-hate relationship with, with the term outlaw. The connotation of that is you're outside the law. And the real artists, the real songwriters, I, I don't think they ever knew what the rules and laws were. They, they, they just did what they did. That was Eric Church. That's kind of the intro to the trailer for this docu-series. But it's going back and it's talking about all of the iconic outlaw songwriters and performers that you think of when you hear that term, like Jennings and Jones and uh, Christofferson, mm -hmm. maybe, or mm -hmm. even modern day artists like Eric Church, Miranda Lambert, and postmodern like Tyler Childers, Charlie Crockett. Yeah. So, and you know, a lot of those artists, we don't really play for, you know, a plenty reason, but... I think this is going to be a super interesting docu-series to watch. I'm really excited and bummed that it doesn't come out until next year. I totally thought that Eric Church was going to say, I don't like the word outlaw because I actually follow the rules and I follow <laughs> the laws. I am a law-abiding citizen. I am a nice guy. I go guy, the speed limit. <laughs> but I guess they mean when it comes to writing music, right. going outside of that country music box per se, maybe more rock, maybe more Southern against rock, Against Nashville, pop. against the yeah. formula. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like, is Shania Twain in this? Because I feel like she would be a good one for this too. Um, I don't think, you know, I don't necessarily think this is leaning very Shania-y because I think it's leaning away from the pop side of Brantley country Gilbert? music. Brantley Gilbert. Brantley. Oh, Brantley. I think he may have Outlaw tattooed on him, but I don't necessarily think he fits in this either. It's, a, it's an era for me. No. Go, like, 
<laughs> I think of rockers and I think of like rock star. I think of 80s. You think of outlaw, you think of 60s, 70s, you think of Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, those kind of guys. Yeah. Like even artists now, like it's a red dirt theme or it's like got some other kind of label. I just can't consider it outlaw. Okay. You don't, you wouldn't put Eric Church in that outlaw category? Like, I, I think that he's got characteristics. I think that like based on the definition, like Casey Musgraves kind of in the same boat. Yeah. But compared to what they were doing three, four decades ago, it's way, way different. You know what? I would make an argument for Dan and Shay. Shut up. Because their pants are super tight. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) They should outlaw those pants. Uh, Anyway, I think it's going to be a great docuseries. The trailer's on our Facebook page and Instagram story. And um, it's also, like, made by the Country Music Hall of Fame. So you know that it's done by a credible source. Anyway, see more on our socials. Find us at 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. Casey and I made a big mistake today. And I want to know this. I want to know the answer to this question. (laughs) Is it worse that you forget somebody's birthday or that you attempt to celebrate it on the wrong day? And not just like the day before or the day after. Like months in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Quick story. So... Casey comes up to me yesterday. She goes, hey, uh, Meet's birthday is tomorrow. We should probably do something. And I was like, heck yeah. I've got some ideas. Let's go. So I busted out some streamers, <laughs> blew up some balloons this morning, and I tried to get here even earlier than I normally do because Meet and I usually get here about the same time. And <laughs> he walks in as I'm putting up streamers in the studio. There's balloons everywhere. <laughs> I was so confused. And I go... Dude, you're not supposed to be here yet. I'm not done decorating. I'm still going to decorate. I'm still going to decorate. Happy birthday, meet! It's your birthday. We're here to party and sing to you. And he goes, dude, it's not my birthday. Uh, it's not even close to my birthday. December my, 19th, man. My, my birthday's in December. It's not even my half birthday. I don't even know what the half birthday is, but it's not it. The and big it, board in the kitchen lied to us. It's not your birthday. It's your work anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. So we just got this new big giant Same TV thing, in right? the kitchen, and they put announcements up on this on this board, yeah. and one of them is anniversaries. And meets anniversary with being at Hubbard. Is it today or was it yesterday? Today. It's today. Seven years. It's a long time. We still are going to... We still have things for you. Go, oh, gee, Casey. Thanks. Casey, go ahead and get the the thing. I'm so I'm so confused right now. I also have a gift for you that I'm. I'll give it to you when you shouldn't when have got me gifts. Back in. So we have, I don't deserve um, these. It's not even my birthday. I know it's not your birthday. We even got you meets B Day eats. Oh my go. goodness! We got you a cookie cake. I appreciate then, uh, that. That sounds so good. And then hang on. Let me, uh, uh, oh, what are you doing? I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> you got me wood? I got you some wood. Oh, I can touch your wood? That That is... Uh, is that like quality wood? That is wood from my garage. I was going to say, yeah, this looks like <laughs> wood that was like off of a shelf that you got from somewhere and didn't finish. Yeah, I think the letters for the uh, how to build that are still on yeah, it. Yeah, thank but. you. I probably need those. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. So yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's quality wood or not, but... We'll figure we it out. Yeah. Um, I'll make you something. Meat likes to... He's a woodworker, so he does that in his free time. I was like, I can go out into the garage and this would be a funny gift for him. Oh my this goodness. This is a good reminder to ask your coworkers their birthdays and actually write them down and don't rely on the office to remind you. I forget coworkers' birthdays every time. Yeah. It never fails, so yeah. I, I appreciate the thought at least. You got it. Uh, now we're good for December, right? We don't have to celebrate. Yeah, you're December. good. You're good. <laughs> well, happy not birthday meet 
Thank you. Let's Gosh, en- feel so old. Let's enjoy some cookie cake or something. Oh, right wash, the, wash the tears away from the embarrassment from this morning. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> Happy anniversary, I guess. Thanks. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. I have witnessed Casey do this on a plane. Kinda. Hmm? You know the airdrop feature on your phone? Yes. Well, a lot of people have that thing just wide open and can receive media from anyone. We're talking pictures, video, audio, all of it. It can get scary. It says accept or decline. You don't have to accept it. You still see a little thumbnail. And that was enough to trigger this announcement from a Southwest pilot over the weekend. So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to Cabo. <laughs> naked pictures, pictures on the way to Cabo? Whatever this airdrop thing is, stop sending naked pictures on my plane. All you youngins. A plane is a great spot for this because you've got a bunch of people in a confined area. So everybody's phones are real close to each other. And usually everybody has their phones out. So you can airdrop things. And sometimes it's fun on a plane if you're airdropping like um, harmless like memes or something to strangers. But if you're if you're getting inappropriate. So like he said, they were still they were still on the tarmac. So he threatened to turn around, go back to the gate, make everyone get off the plane, ruin their vacation. In the end, the dad vibes worked and everyone made it to Cabo. Some woman on board posted a video of the whole thing. I posted it up on the Facebook page. Airdropping raunchy stuff is actually becoming an issue. And uh, there was just a story in June about another passenger that did the same thing on a flight from Detroit to Denver. They have a term for it now. They can arrest you for cyber flashing. So you could be put on a list for something yes. like this. Yeah, Texas totally. should be. Texas and California, there's already there are already laws against it. So if you decide that you're gonna just send some nudes to some random people on a plane or in an airport or anywhere in public, really, they can bust you for something called cyber flashing. And they can track yeah. all this, right? I mean, they know where it came yes. from and easily can like look. Yeah. Oh, it's that's this person. Thing. That's the thing. Like I, I. That's the one. Like when you guys are sending random things to people on the plane, I was like, they, don't they know where you are? Don't they know what your name is and your phone number and all that? Don't you give up that information really when you just, send it? No, when you send it, it just says like, I changed my name in my phone for that reason to like something to, like Sarah. Yeah. So that oh Sarah sent you a message. Well, no, and you guys don't even think I'm Sarah. So why would that random person? But like if the cops got involved, yes, of course they could figure out where it came from. Yeah, that's a man. Who'd have, who'd have thought this would be an issue, right? On a plane. I mean, maybe going to Vegas or Cabo like this. Maybe get some more wild people on your plane. They're ready to party. People but they want to scope everything out. They want to start the party on the plane. Girls Gone Wild Mm-mm. on Southwest Airlines. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I posted that video up on the Facebook page. Go check it out now. 92.3 WIL. Casey's salute to freedom. Powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. 
Today, we salute Robert Scherer of Festus. Robert serves currently in the United States Army and has served for 16 years. He was a combat medic overseas, and now he is a chemical com- in the chem- chemical combat unit. He has been gone for over a year and won't return for another three months. We hope he returns safely back to his friends, back to his family, and thank you so much, Robert, for your service. We appreciate you. Robert sends us a request song. He wants to hear some Toby Keith. It's Whiskey Girl. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out today. Uh, meet, what are you doing for the rest of your birthday? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go home and just celebrate. It's such a big day. <laughs> well, Casey and I came in this morning, guns a-blazing with happy birthday celebrations, balloons, cakes, everything, and it is not Meet's birthday. In fact, it's his work anniversary. Yes. Not even this month. So we get that out. Appreciate uh, the effort, though. Thank you for the uh, cookie cake in the wood. You got it. <laughs> what a combination. You know, we do our best here. Uh, If you missed anything from the show, you can always check out the podcast. That's Remy and Casey, wherever you find podcasts. Casey has a concert announcement coming up at 11 o'clock this morning. It's a big one. So you're going to want to be there for that. Otherwise, we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye.